Okay, so today's daf is daf vav, and we begin a line or two down. And yesterday we were discussing the polha mitzri, the depending on the kavana of how you planted it, when you planted it, how it developed. If you remember all the different factors that came to play, whether how, what what determines its shana, what determines its year, meaning whether it's considered you go by when it's it's hashrasha um, when it took root, or whether, in other words, much like other things like rice and the like, or whether it goes by when it's picked. And that was the polha mitzri. So the mission now explains as follows. Having gone through all of yesterday's stuff and put all the defining factors around it and pieced it together, we say, So if you recall, it's the simple case is if you planted it for its zera, for its seed, if you like, or very, or in other words, there was, again, we saw yesterday in the beginning, there was a machloket. It doesn't mean for the consumption or, or for planting the seeds. But again, we're just going to say zera for simplicity. The zara, if, then everything goes by the hashrasha. It's defined like a zera, even the yerek part of it. So therefore, even though it's nichnas l'shvid, even though it goes into the shmita year, it doesn't matter because it's just like perot shishit and it'd be fine. However, zara liyarek, if you planted it for the vegetable part, we say um, then, then, and that was lifnei roshana shvid, but nichnas l'shvid, and then it goes into shmita, you pick it on shmita, then we say ben zara ben yerek and abiasu. Because now we said it's defined as like a vegetable and it's so bashat lakita. So therefore it's all asu. What happened to Vizarla Zer Ula Yerek? What if it was planted for both, Lifnera Shoshana? And if you recall yesterday, that was case number three. We said that it actually goes by Zera now. Right? Because it's like the Yerek is almost battled to Zera. Again, there were qualifiers to that. But we say then with in other words, Pshita is no question that Zaro Mutar. What about the Yerek? What about the vegetable? Now it says Tani Rabchia says Asur and Tani Rav, Rav Chalafta Ben Shaul says Muta. Now the Shita of Rav, Rav Chalafta Ben Shaul seems to make uh, make sense. That's why it says Mandam Muta is Devar Torah, because since it was planted for both, we said that it really goes by the Zera and it took root in the sixth year, so it doesn't have Kedusha Shvir. So why should it be? Uh, why, why should it be have the uh, considered like um, if like Svichim even like why should it considered like uh, vegetables in the in the Shmita year? However, Mandam Asum Mitnei Marit Ayin. The shit that says it's asur is because of marat ayin, meaning, I'll explain, look at Rabbi Chaim, he says, the yomru ze leket lakat b'shvid yerek v'nohek b'minak shishit. Someone will say, oh, you're picking your vegetables in the shmitting, you're treating like shishit fruit. Not knowing exactly what the kavanas were and the like, therefore it's asur mitshu marat ayin. So Rabbi Simon bar zav de bai kamei rabi asav, afilu lachil b'em to, ya asur mitne marat ayin. How far does this chash, the chashash of marat ayin go? Does it also impact the fact that you cannot, even though, again, mikiradin, it's, it's considered shishit food. Is it, um, it, it, does it also impact the fact you cannot feed your animals? Um, meaning, he says, the, the prohibition is only to, for human consumption, either your child or for your shliach, lushlucho. Um, but, and even, but you can feed your animals, provided that what? That you don't clear it all out, all out in one go. Doesn't look like you're harvesting at all, and therefore it's like you're doing maat maat. You mean bit by bit. If it happened to be neakra guma, uh, according to Reb Chaim, you should read here imnakra hanima, meaning imnakra kfar kolashrai. If everything's been pulled out already, then it's mutar to again, I guess, feed your animals. But if you look at Amar Asur, even when the shit is Asur. If you happen to be picking it for the seed, and there might be like a couple of the Yerik part mixed into it, 
that will be mutar, even according to that says asum because there's no issue marai. You're not now harvesting if you like picking the uh, the vegetables. Now, as it says, kahadabar nash al taun asar misrin de lubi, lovi, I should say. Um, uh, so there was a, an individual came and he came carrying 10 bundles of Luvi. Now, if you remember back in Mesechta Kilai, we had the fortune of already learned that Mesechta, is that love, there was a discussion, is, is uh, Luv like Mitzri? In other words, is the pole that comes from Luv, Luv is, I think, Libya, or Mamash, like next to Egypt. The question is, is that, does that, is that considered like Paul Mitzri as well? And we said that, no, they're one and the same. Luv is, is Mitzri. Okay, I'm not talking about current geography. I'm talking about the the, the, the lasha in, in the um in uh, in in the Gemara. So when it says misran luvi, it's talking about Paul Mitzri. So what did he do? He he took ten bundles of yerek on Paul Mitzri, which is and he gave it as meisa to Rabbi Yirmiya because Rabbi Yirmiya was a levi and it was during Shmita. And what happened? And Master Rabbi Amar lay two avad lot two avad ken. Don't do that again. Why lot til the the in other words, again, we've got the chashash of Marat Ayn, correct? So don't do it in such large quantities, because if you gave him 10 bundles as mice, the guy must have had 100 bundles, correct? So therefore, he says, don't do that, Mishumar. You have to be chashash Mishumar Ayn, even though, yes, this Mikadin uh, was planted for both, and it's Dinashishit. Again, we've got issues of Marat Ayn with this, uh, with this vegetable of palm tree. Now, let's continue. Zaro, if you planted it, Lifnei Rosh Hashanah Shminit, Venichsach Shminit, so if he planted it, now, Rav Chaim is a bit light in explanation on this part, and I wasn't really sure exactly, I didn't understand it completely. So for this little part of the mission, we're going to explain that the Pnei Moshe. He says, if you've planted it before Shana on Shminit, meaning, for example, someone who was Avar, he did an Avera, and he planted it in the Shmiti year, that's where Pnei Moshe explains it, Bein Zaro Bein Asur. Both would be asu. Why? Anything that's planted, it's a svichish fish. Now, if you recall, this is important. I'm not sure. I think we've discussed this before. Svichim literally means aftergrowth, meaning when you harvest it, sometimes seeds fall to the ground and then it grows. However, the chachim will also svichim because, you know, people will say, oh, they might plant normally and say, ah, oh, it's svichim, right? So the so gzera svichim applies. So it says, again, so the, so the svichim, that which grows in Shmiti, is asu. Zaro lifnei Rosh Hashanah Ashminit, the Zaro lifnei Rosh Hashanah Ashminit, the Nichsa Ashminit, Bain, we say Bain, so Zaro li Yerek, if you, sorry, planted it for the vegetable part, not for Zera now. And therefore, since it's planted for, Zera, for the Yerek part, then it, we go by Lakita. We'll see in the point, point in play motion in a moment. If that was a Mephor Hashanah Shmir, the Nichsa Ashminit, and again, it's bridging end of Shmita over to Motse Shmita, Bain Zaro Ben Yarko Mutar. Why? I read your Pnei Moshe. Because Mekavan Shazaro Yerek, since you've planted it for Yerek, ain't no din It doesn't have the status of Svichay Shviz. Why? Lefisha Yerek ain't no cut. It's only going to take, uh, take hold in the soil, if you like. El Markulo. Until it's completely finished. Oh, so I picked, I guess that is. Umitchilat Zaro Almanat Lil Kot, but Motse And the intention when it was planted is only to be Nil cut. Sorry, not when it takes, takes ground. When you want to pick it, is to pick a Motse Shviz. Which is the Kiddush the Pnei Moshe here. Again, you're not allowed to plant it. You're clearly not allowed to plant it. You're over on planting. But if one did, the Xer of Svichim doesn't necessarily apply because, again, it was the Kavana was to have it in after Shvita. That's the way Pnei Moshe understands this. However, Zara Zera Uli Yerek, if you plant for both, 
Lifne Roshana Shmid, Venichas Lishminit, Zaro Asu Vyarko Mutar. Interestingly, he says if you plant a bow, then the zero would be okay, it would, would be um Asur, because it's considered it goes again, the zero will be considered like Shmita planting. However, the Yarko will be mutar, because again, as we said, if it's planted a year, it goes by if you like after the Shmita year, and therefore the Zero doesn't apply. Okay, in that little piece, that's the way the, the Pene Moshe explains it. Let's continue. Next halach, halach above. Betzalim asarisim opol mitzri. The betzalim asarisim, sarisim, like is in, in translation normally unique, but it seems to be this type of batzal, onion that doesn't produce any seeds. You can understand what's called sarisim. And Paul mitzri, our famous Paul mitzri, we've been discussing that today and yesterday already. And it's specifically these two. It says, that is, that you've stopped watering at 30 days before Shana. Then mitasim l'shabar. Umutarim b'shvit. Then we we say that it's considered produce of the shishit. So therefore, that you'd have to tar- separate from a masrot. The master, the second master would be master ani, like we explained yesterday. Umutarim b'shvit, and it would be able to have a drink shmita. Ve'im lav. If not, then asurim b'shvit umitarim l'shanaba. Then it's considered like a, it's considered like a vegetable. Then, and we go bata lekita when it's going to be plucked, and therefore it's considered like shmita produce now. Okay, so this relates importantly, if you recall, to how we explained yesterday. In yesterday's, in yesterday's uh, shear, we went into detail in the first half of the shear, um, in terms of how do we determine the year of a product in its stages of development? We said by, by grain, it's when it grows a shlish, by, um, by, by these special things like rice and the like, the more complex things, we said it, it's by hashrasha, and by vegetables of lakita. Now, one of the reasons why we said by vegetables it goes by lakita is because... Um, it says that 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 the and and we, uh, I'll, do, I'll do it outside. Anyway, I'm not going to look it up now. Um, we said that that when it comes to grain and and um, and and uh, vines and fruit, we go by the earliest stages is because it grows based on the water of the previous year. Meaning, once it, once it, it's been watered significantly in its early stages, that's efficient for it for its all its development. So that's why you go by the earliest stage in development. That's why it's considered like the previous years. Um, year. However, for vegetables, since it requires watering all the way, if you recall, we said this, all the way till the end, meaning it grows on the water of the next year, we said, therefore you go batar, the, where the water, where it's being watered, that water of the next year, batar lakita. So here what we find by the batsala sirisim and polmitri, if you stop watering it for 30 days before Shoshana, then its development will be considered based on the waters of the previous year now. And therefore, it has the same status of zera, meaning of other grains. It's not considered like a vegetable anymore. And therefore, it's considered, um, and therefore, it goes by the earlier stages, either hashrash or shlish, whatever it is, the earlier stages, it's like the previous year. It's not, it doesn't have the status of a vegetable anymore. That's important. Um, by the way, the Kata um, Mishnah explains that this is specifically those two things, Paul Mitzri and and Batsal Sarisim, because that was the practice. They used to actually, part of its, its, uh, cultivation is that would in order to, to harden these things they would actually stop specifically refrain from watering at a certain amount of time so therefore even those that might be biologically vegetables their management or their growth is much more like a zero so it's treated that way that's an important way to understand this mission okay however shell shell baal that's a field that um that doesn't require uh, watering um so it's in like in a valley and therefore, for them, you'd have to or not. You'd have to, according to this debris, Mayor, Mayor says, in order to be defined like a zera, you'd have to refrain from watering at two watering times. So, in other words, they would still water it in this beta valve, but it wouldn't be as frequent. 
But so in those times, if you longer you frame that amount, Chachamim has to be shlosh. Okay. Now the Gemara asks, Mal Batzal Sirisim. What is Batzal Sirisim? So Ilim Butzlaya Kufraya. These are these onions from the Kfar. And Delo Abdim Zera, like we explained before, they don't produce seeds. Okay. Then we say Shemam Mehem Shloshim Yom. So Amar Abmana Mekem and Shemam Mehem Shloshim Yom Lif Nerush Hashana Nasu Kabal. In other words, he's now the Gemara is now explaining how I explained it to you in the Mishnah. Meaning, since you've prevented, you've stopped or refrained from watering these onions for 30 days, then it becomes like a stebal, meaning it survives on the water that's had, that it's had previously and doesn't require on- ongoing watering, and therefore it no longer is defined like a vegetable in terms of its determining of the year, but rather like zera. Now the question is, this is a fascinating question, or, insert, insert the word, or, 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 uh, or, so in other words, before you refrain from watering it, what was its status? It was a vegetable because that's its thumb status. After you refrain from 30 days, it switches and gives us a status of a zera. The question is, does that, is that only mikan ulahaba from here onwards? Or does that also work lamafreya? Mean now that you monea for 30 days, that defines it from its genesis, from the beginning, if you like, as if it was always like a zera. So Gemara asks, okay, big deal. My nafkin benehun. What's the difference between the two shittot? So this is If you've picked some of these onions within thirty days, and after the thirty day period you stop watering it, in If you said it works retroactively, that it was therefore always a side of zera. Who not zera? Therefore you can maisim mizalze. You can mafish from one another. In if, however, you say it only after the 30 days, it turns now into its status, turns into a zera, then you cannot mafresh from one or the other. Now, the very simplest understanding, I think, the Reb Chaim goes into um, a little more detail that actually works for whether Shvis or not, but it's a bit difficult to understand because that means a 30 day period can bridge into Shemitah. But I think the simplest understanding is his second explanation, which is also the Marafulda, means that what happens is if we say it only becomes like a zera after 30 days, that which you pick beforehand is considered Yerek. So now they're considered two different minim. And you can't mafrish min amin al she'eno mino, and you've got to do hafrasha separately. That's, again, that's, that's the Mafuldo explains it. And I think it's a, a, just a more readily accessible way of explaining what the Gemara means here. Okay. How can you, how can you imagine that would be the mafreya before you fulfilled the, the terms of, of the change of identity? No, that, that, that's the question of the Gemara. And it could be that the, 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 your, your masim have revealed that from the, from the outset, that was your kavana the entire time of how you were going to cultivate these onions. Right? In other words, mm-hmm. like, I think that's, 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 way, that's what you're saying. In other words, you know, before you're, like, you know, from the outset, you're always going to do this type of, you're going to treat these onions in this way. But like, you have to go through the motions of waiting 30 days for that to occur. So that's why mm-hmm. that's why Kornalshita, maybe that's why, why it looks my Freya. Okay, let's continue. Hadiluim, these are pumpkins, Shekaimu Lazera. You've kept it down, you've kept it in the ground for the what purpose? That is for the purpose of for its seeds. Im Rosh Hashanah, if it hardens before Rosh Hashanah. Then what do we say? Then we say the nifsul ma'achol, then it, and it's longer edible, mutala kaimu bashvis. Then you're allowed to keep it during the Shemitah year. Okay. However, im love, if not, then asula kaimba bashvis. You're not allowed to keep it during Shemitah year. Why? Because Reb Chaim says, "Im yeshlo den shvit, then asurim kinim svichim shasul chachamim b'shvit." Because then what happens? You're going to be considered svichim. These are like because of the gzera of svichim that applies. You're not allowed to have them in your field. 
Okay, in other words, in other words, it has to really become nifsal mechilat adam in all is not not to be considered like a yerek. What's interesting here is um, how to mention the Mishnahs actually that there's another opinion that is that it is asula um, kaimo because it is. I think this is based on I think it's Batanur actually, if I understood the Batanur correctly, that it because of we've got a, the mitzvah of what's called biur. Now, what is biur means? You can only eat shmita produce as long as it's found in the field for animals to eat. Beyond that point, Schmidt produce has to be removed, either destroyed or healthcare. It's different when it's understanding what viewer is, we'll learn about that. Um, so therefore, if it has the status of a Yerek, you cannot keep it perpetually because viewer is going to impact it. However, if it's already turned into something which is a Zera seed, then, then the viewer the, the wouldn't impact it. That's another way of understanding this mission. Okay. When we say Zera, we're talking about growing it so that because people will eat the seeds? Oh, well, here it's quite clearly because it's nifzal machalat adam. You're not going to eat it. You, got, you, want, you want to produce seeds for replanting. Right? You, know, you're, 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 you have a whole section of your field, if you like, that is get you, you're, you're not going to, in other words, if you plant everything and eat everything and sell everything, what are you going to have for next year? How are you going to replant if, for next year's crop? So I think, but, yeah. if you, but if you grow for zero, if you grow and your intention is to have the uh, pumpkin seeds yeah. for achida. Yeah. Is that is that called Zera or is that called Yerik? Uh, I, that's I think that's a debate we saw in the beginning of yesterday's Mishnah. So what it means Zera and Yerik? Uh, Zera and Yerik. Uh-huh. I think uh-huh. the, I think those are the two different opinions we saw in explaining what is Zera and Yerik by Paul Mitzri. I see. Okay. Okay. So um, I don't. I think it's a debate. I think it's debated. I'm not sure. Okay. Uh-huh. We saw those the two explanations in the, before. All right. Next one. Hatamarot Shalahem. This blossomy part that would be considered a Yerik. Despite that would be considered a vegetable part, if you like. And, and despite the fact the rest of the pumpkin is considered lazera, that would still be asur. Next, marbitzin ba'afar lavan. This is like a stelavan. According to Reb, Reb Shimon, you can you can water thoroughly a stelavan, a field a, a field of grain during shmita. Reb Shimon, Reb Lazar, Ben, ben Yaakov say it's asur. The machner. Next, mamarsisin ba'ores b'shvi. So that's a thorough watering, as we said, that because rice requires it. That's Reb Shimon. Avalom mechaskin. Mechaskin. We said yesterday was cutting off the leaves to uh, to enhance its growth. Okay, now let's continue. Why do we have to wait? Before we said it was enough to what? Not water it. Why do we have to wait till it actually hardens? So we say, which means, if you look at the Rosh Cerulio, he says, once it's hard, if it doesn't harden, that we need to harden because otherwise it'll be svichi shvis ninuhu become the din of svichim would apply to it and it'll be asur. Okay. Next, the question is, how do you know if it's hardened? Ketzul bodek. Rabbi Yosef ben Chanina Omer okzo You you perforate with a needle. Imnit acha. If the hole then will close up over itself when you pull the needle out, then you know. So imnit acha. Then it's asur. Then it hasn't hardened yet. It was considered vegetable. Vim laf, if it doesn't, the whole remains, you know, it's hardened significantly that it's considered hard according to the standard of the Mishnah. Next, Rabbiona Butsraya Amar, Karmulin Pturim Mina Maiser. What are Karmulin? Rabbi says it's a type of Yerek. Now, Surimin says, sorry, Pturim Mina Maiser, I should have said. They are Patur from Maiser. Why? Because it's not considered Achelat Adam. Hadadatema Achelo Asul Dilim, that's only because he used to, if you like, feed it to animal. It says, Rabbi Chaim says, it's Min Yerek, it's not Machal Adam, sorry. So it's part of a miser. However, um, however, that's only if it has not yet fully ripened. That's what it means in Masudilim. However, um, because they used to feed it to the animals in its unripe state. However, if it if it's left to actually physically ripen, then we say it's Kiyere. 
Next case, here we've got a bit of a shinogirsa. Instead of man horeken, just say horeken. Sorry, sorry. Hore Rebiosi, it's like a different case altogether. It's where Gra changes it, and Rilchaim follows that. Be'ilin ale kuluskaya, which is another type of vegetable. Asu legamot behem maim bibnei shehatzvain ochlionotam. Now, this is very interesting. There's a law when it comes to shmitas. We'll say you're not allowed to waste shmita produce. Now, wasting doesn't mean that you, that, that, I mean, in this, you might even have a use for it, a productive use for it, but it's still considered wasting. And in this case, this is, a, this is where introduced this idea, meaning these vegetables, you can't use them like hollow them out and turn them like into buckets to draw water. Why? Because it's machal behema, because animals eat it. And since it's fit for animal consumptions, if you use it for some functional purpose, that's already considered wasting Shemitah produce and is a violation against, you know, the sanctity of, or violation of against Krusha Shvis. Okay. And we see this, by the way, with laws of Shemitah as well, like things of food for eating, you might not be able to juice and things like that. But, um, Mr. Shem will get to these type of topics. Next. This is talking about watering a stelavan. Now it says the taninan. Now this taninan is missing quite a little bit here because there's taninan taman. If the Mishnah says, Rebbe Lazar ben Yaakov, I'm filling in the, the, the I'm not sure if you've got Hagwata Gra on the side, The Reb Chaim goes according to it. It says there, Rebbe Lazar ben Yaakov Omer Moshchin. We can moshchin me'ilan le'ilan. However, u'bilvad shelo yishku et kolasadeh, but you're not allowed to water the entire field. In other words, when you're watering, you can draw water from one to the next, one tree to the next. However, you cannot water the entire field. The chachamim matirim. Okay? That's how you're meant to read, read this. Now, Rav, now, continue the Gemara. Rav mana amar la, stam ravavim b'shem, stam. Ravavim b'shem, so, one second. Um, what does it mean? I'll read you Reb uh, Chaim. It says, "Perush lo pligi hatam kishil not murvachim." They're not the machlokim isn't where they're spaced out. Why? Meaning, you have to appreciate what the machlokim in that case is. Manan kaimim. What's the case? In bumurvachim, if they're spaced out these trees very broadly. Then it'd be asked, Divrakul Asur, you cannot water the whole field for it. Imbarumut Rutsufim, if they cluster together, Divrakul Mutari, they'll be able to water all around it. Elikin Knan Kaim in the Machlokit is Minotim Mata Asra of the Beitza, when there are t- the, the concentration is 10 trees in the Beitza. Rebelazar ben Yaakov, Abad Lon Kamuvachim. Rebelazar said, look, it's like it's spaced out, so therefore can only draw from tree to tree. Rabbanan says it's Kurutsufim, that they're all clustered together. Now, how does this relate to a Mishnah? Hold your horses, we'll get there. Hara when the spaced out thoroughly, you're not allowed to water it, but can you draw from one to the next? So Nilaf Hadam Rabban Radan Rebelazabinyakov. Maybe you can learn Shit Rabban and Rebelazabinyakov. Why? Kamad Rebelazabinyakov are Mumuvachimasu Lashko Mutalam Sheikh, just as Rebelazab says in the case when they're normal, like the ten and a bait sour. You're not allowed to water the whole field, but yes, we knew what you can do, you laham Sheikh. So too, Shida Rabbanan is Kerabana and Mutalam Sheikh. You're allowed to so to Rabbanan when it's too, when it's uh, considered wide, you wouldn't be able to water the whole field, but you can Lam Sheikh, you can draw water from one to the next. So this week, Gemara says, Loken Sabi Mema Muvachim Dibra call Asu. We have we seen here that if it's Muruvachim, then you're not allowed to water the entire field. Right? Everyone agrees with that. Now, it's, it's, I just, just, just to appreciate, I, I missed a critical point here. That, that mission is referring to, um, is from Moed Katan. Okay? Which will, again, I mean, this is talking about the laws of Cholomoed. So it seemed to be we're drawing a parallel between Cholomoed and Shvis. 
just like what does it seem to be initially we said that Reb Lazar ben Yaakov didn't allow watering of entire field both in Shvit and in Shmita and Chachamim which is Rebbe Shimon and Amisha allowed it and it seemed to be initially we thought he allowed it in our in, by Moed Katan as well by Cholam but we learned actually no if it's Murvachim he can't so Gemara says look Murvachim asor he can't vehen afar lo so maybe Rebbe Shimon doesn't seem to like Chachamim ila kam b'shvis kam b'moed no you have got to understand it. Rabbi Shimon would agree with the Chachamim that it's Asur on, uh, during Cholomwed, but he says it's Mutan Shmita. So the Gemara says, Ma ben Shvit ma ben Moed. What's the difference between the two? So Shvit al Yedeshu Muta Bamalacha Shmita. Since you're allowed to do that, Hetiru ben Davarshu Torach ben Davarshu Lo Torach. Now explain what do you mean allowed to do Malacha? You're not allowed to do plowing. You're not allowed to do uh, uh, harvesting. So what does it mean? So I'll explain what it means, Mutar Bamalacha. Reb Chaim says, Kulamar ein ha-malacha atzma mishum isur, meaning watering itself is not necessarily asur. Ve'ein wasay alo avadat karka, because the thing that's asur on Shmiti is avadat karka. Okay? Uh, meaning, we're going mishum shvita aritz, because line SRS. Hilkach kol shehitiru mushum pseida, as soon as the Chachamim allow a particular activity in Shmita because of loss, like watering, Mali um, What difference does it make if it's got a lot of effort or lot? However, because on moed, because of kedushat moed, you're not doing malacha from the outset. Then Then when they allow you to do something because it's a loss, they will allow you to do so, provided there wasn't a lot of exertion and effort. Okay. In other words. It seemed to, in other words, critically from this piece of Gemara here, that the, the permit of Devar Ha'aved by Shmita is different to that of Cholomoed. By Cholomoed, Malacha from all Malacha from the outset seems to be Asur, really. And there's certain things allow Mishum Devar Ha'aved. So therefore, the Chachamim also said, not only Devar Ha'aved, it, can't, it also can't be a Torah. That's why when these trees are all spread out uh, broadly, you can only have Shacham Ilan Ilan. Everyone agrees you only have Shacham Ilan. You can't just start worrying the whole field. And when it comes to Shmita, really only certain Avodot Karkas Asu. Watering is only really, the issue is Midra Banan, if you like. But as soon as it becomes Muta, Mishum Hefzed, Torah doesn't come into play anymore. Okay? That's not even a qualifier. So that's why Rabbi Shimon in our Mishnah, this is Rabbi Shimon, uh, would, uh, can be like the Chachamim. And he says that Rabbi Shimon says he's allowed to water this whole Stela, not Ilenim. However, some people give another end, a, 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 a distinction between Shemitah and Moed Kat, we've seen before. It by Shemitah had something to learn from here. When it comes to Shemitah, since it's a whole year, meaning uh, there, there were much here at even uh, watering the whole field. However, mo, meaning Rabbi Shimon, that is. However, uh, however, because it's such a short amount of time, just wait a week, you're not going to be such a loss, you can water after, uh, after Cholomoed. However, then Gemara says, um, So Gemara says, okay, if that's the case, if it's all time dependent, then, it, then, then maybe the last seven days of Shemitah should be Asur because you only got a week to go. But the Gemara, the, the Reb Chaim says, it's not even a question because, um, again, because he says, the, the Gemara didn't bother answering that question because the Gemara, I mean, generally have, they make things simple for us. They say, Loplug Rabbana. Right? We say Shemitah is Motar. They don't say Shemitah from here to there. No, don't do that. It's just make a low plug. Now, Eshkach Chani, we see a bright teacher teaches exactly that. 
quite clearly within Shittu Rebbe Shimon explicitly with what that it says that um, there's a difference between Cholomoed and Shmita. During Shmita, you can, you can water this Telavan, whereas during Cholomoed, you can, can sorry, cannot. With Rebbe Lazar, Shittato is uh, Asur completely. Now, that's Hadron Lachs Telavan, Hadron Lachs Telavan, Hadron Lachs Telavan. Next. This is the case of what time can you start taking out zevel, which is manure, to the dung heaps. Now, the question is, if you're doing this during Shemitah, you, um, the, you might look like you are starting to fertilize your field. So if you start, if you, but the question, you got all this manure from your cows, but you want to create these dung heaps, maybe for the next year to prepare it, whatever, but you're not allowed to fertilize. So the question, so the Gemara says, sorry, Mishnah says, when people usually stop fertilizing, fertilizing your field, it's from that point onwards that it's okay. Interesting, the Batanura has a different girsa, um, and he says, Ovre Avera. I mean, the people that would be over on Avera, meaning to Malachan time they stop. But uh, the girsa, according to Yerushalmi, he is clear, Ovre Avera. And Rebuta says, Mishiyavesh Hamatok. Yaveshamatok meaning is when the ground starts cracking up. When Reb Chaim, according to Rafulda, means the zevil itself um, it, it dries out and doesn't have this, if you like, the sweetness in it. However, Reb Yossi Omer Meshi Kasher, when it starts drying to extent in the dung heaps, that it starts appearing like knots, so they start cracking up. I think. Okay. Now Mishnebet. Well, sorry, this is not Mishnebet. It's still halacha. This is still in the Mishnah. Uh, it says Ad Kamemizavlim. How much of these dung heaps can you make? Again, because if you're taking a small amount, it might start looking like you're fertilizing. So he said, you can make three dung heaps, when shall eser eser mashpalot, each of them have uh, that um, they're, they're made of 10 dung baskets, and each dung basket is a letach letach. So a letach is, um, is a chatzi kur. So we're talking about each of these dung heaps is about five kur. Okay. And then it adds, mashpelot. you can make the dung heaps bigger. This, this shoe was just a, a minimum, so it doesn't look like you're fertilizing. However, in but you cannot add any more ashpato dung heaps themselves. Three is a maximum, because then it starts looking like you're fertilizing the field. However, Rabbi Shimon says, ashpato, he says, not a problem. Because you're making these enormous heaps, you can even have more of them. Okay, let's continue. May my time, what's in? And then we says, Achif, Achilo Pasco of the Avodo, Mahu Shiyamutalos Ashpa al Petachatsero. So we've just said that the, the, the time limit is. Um, uh, is uh, the uh, of, of the avoda right now? He says actually, Pasco of the prior to that time, can you put these dung heaps? Can you start making these dung heaps al peta chatzero, the beginning at the opening of your chatzer? Because your chatzer, your courtyard is not a place you're going to start planting. So can you start making dung heaps there? So silni shaal lerebichia barba vaaserli. So silni asks rebichia barba says no, you're still not allowed to do that. The don't do dung heaps bichlav. Doesn't matter where it sounds like even in a chatzer. You know why he paskin make you for him? Because he gets nicer for him. You know, he got cynics around. They said, oh, do you know why he was matir? That's because he's a supplier of maiser. That's why he was being make on him. That's what people said. Okay? Because Rebchia was a kohen, but lokech mesil need a maiseros. It's like, he's my rabbi, in inverted commas. So because of that, because of the chashad, hori al He was more on himself to go to chutz so that he wouldn't get, the law, mace of maestros, she wouldn't take maestros. 
Okay, so the people wouldn't, so it was clear his suck wasn't, uh, didn't have any personal motivation. Interestingly, why didn't he just stay in Eretz Israel? The Mafarshim explained here is because if he stayed in Israel he, he, and, and just refrained from taking Trumas and Maestros, it's almost like he's, he's rejecting the uh, Trumas and Maestros. He didn't want to do that either. Okay, because um, it's so therefore he just moved out of Eretz Israel as a result. Um, let's continue. Uh, now, but one second, maybe we should say that even after the Avodah have stopped fertilizing the field, it should still be Asu. Why? Because they don't know the nature of the field. Maybe your field is a bit shlachim, a field that you constantly irrigate, where fertilizing constantly is an activity. So despite the fact that they may bail, people have, uh, people have stopped, they won't know what your field is. So it says, People know. People know if your field is a Beit Shlachim or not. So therefore, if your field is not a Beit Shlachim, as soon as the Pasco of the Avodah, of the Avodah have stopped, you can start, you can start taking the dung heaps out. Interestingly, we hear from here, when it comes to issues of Marat Ayin, in other words, to what extent do we have to be concerned that people might misunderstand what you're doing? So here, we're not choshesh lo'ovrei meaning people that uh, foreigners are passing through town, they were not in a choshesh. In other words, the fact that we can say the people of the town know whether your fields are beishlachim or not means we're not choshesh for people that are foreigners, people that don't know. In other words, that's where we're drawing the line of Marasayin, an important, uh, important opinion. In other words, we're not choshesh Um Let's continue. Now, the question is, when it comes to Tosefet Shvit, can someone then take out these dung heaps in this fashion of, again, Shlosh Mashbelot, these three dung heaps provide their particular size? So the Gemara continues. Nishmin in Hada, let's learn from the following brighter from the Tosefta. It says, Mochrin Motzim Zavalim im Haosim Shvit Ad Rosh Hashanah. The one is allowed to sell these uh, some manure and even take it out to their fields to form the dung heaps with those individuals that are nechsha that are suspected of doing any of uh, working the land during shmita. This is despite the fact that he might very, uh, it's quite likely that the individual will then um, start fertilizing it. It doesn't matter. Before shmita year, you're allowed to start, you'll be able to sell it to him and even take it to his field. And then it says, or similarly, im imakuti. Rakhaim says you actually have, should read this just as a goy because a goy himself is no issur of him doing avod on Shemitah. You'd even be able to sell it to him and form his dung heaps for him drawing on Shemitah itself. However, the Tosefta closes, the heter of selling and forming these dung heaps in the time just before Shemitah in Tosefet to an Israel or to a goy on Shemitah is provided that you don't start unpacking the dung heaps. Now, because what they would do, they'd form these dung heaps in the fields and then start spreading around the field. So you can't start spreading it. Now, that is because if you do that with a goy on Shemitah, then you're violating the prohibition of uh, fertilizing on during the Shemitah year. Similarly, if you do with Israel in, in the Tosefet Shvit, you're not allowed to fertilize during Tosefet Shvit. So again, the, the heter is you can sell it to them, you can put it on their fields, but you can't start distributing and spreading it out. Now, the Gemara then now flex on this. Lo amar el lo yifrok et belot. The, 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 the Tosefter itself only said that you can do so provided that you do not start distributing and um, start opening up and taking apart these dung heaps, meaning uh, starting to fertilize. But mashma what? Halatzet motzi. But you're still allowed to actually take them out. 
So therefore, we see from here the Gemara flex that it must mean then it is mutar to take it out in this fashion. Because in Because if you say this actually asur to take out uh, the, these, uh, the manure in this fashion as described by the Mishnah, the three mashbelot in the Beit Sal, the significant size, then uh, it should have said asur milotzi. Then, you, then it, it should have said you can sell it to them, but you're not allowed to take it out to their fields. As I'll read you the Mafulde says, Lama marshali frok. Why should, why did the, the Tosefta say, provided that you don't start uh, unpacking it? You're not even allowed to take it out and put it on their dung tapes. To make it clear, the fact that the Tosefta says you can take it out, provide it and unpack it, must mean that you're allowed to start taking out during Tosefta Shvid, these mashbelot, the zavalim, I should say, the dung baskets to form these dung heaps, make these ashpatot during Tosefta Shvid in this manner as described by the Mishnah.